Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another uh, Straight Out of Islam Within podcast. My name is Mario, of course. And um, yeah, I wanted to record this video, uh, actually, uh, video. I wanted to record this um, podcast on uh, Saturday initially after the match, or it was Sunday whenever they played. It was Sunday, um, but unfortunately, uh, it was a long weekend, family day uh, here in Canada. So I couldn't really. Um, do much as aside from you know hanging out with the family and uh and whatnot so here i am i'm recording it on what a wednesday i couldn't do it yesterday i was busy at work and blah blah blah, blah. anyways there's no excuses um so if you hear this today or if you hear this um after the the uh, benefica match tomorrow on thursday oh well well let's get into it right um and of course these are my thoughts and i can talk about whatever I want so Arsenal versus Leeds um, overall you know I'm very impressed with this match and I guess I'll break it down in halves um, because the second half was a little bit more um, a, a, a little bit more I guess different than the first half so the first half Arsenal came guns blazing like I don't understand why they can't play like this every single match and is it just me, or do they play like this when they play lower opposition? And by lower opposition, you know, you guys know what I mean. There is no lower opposition in the Premier League. I'm just saying, um, you know, lesser teams, if you will. Uh, I don't know. They, they came out very strong. And, you know, Leeds has a pretty good record against big clubs and defensively as well and offensive, offensively. So... Um, I was I came in here. I wasn't expecting much. It was just whatever it is, you know. But uh, but they really did. They they really came out. They really played. They hustle hard. Um, Danny Savaios was starting for some odd reason. Um, I don't know what Mikel Arteta sees in this guy, but uh, a couple of misplaced passes. But overall, not a bad match. I, I, I'll say that Odegaard. You know, I'll get into that maybe after. I, I give him a little synopsis here of uh, what what I felt the game was like. Um, I think Cedric had a better game, uh, given the fact that you know Kieran Tierney is still out. Um, Smithrow again. This this kid is just incredible. Um, frankly, I would rather have him than Odegaard because kid's young. He's fresh. He he he's fighting hard not not to say that Odegaard is not but uh, we don't know if Odegaard is going to stay and Smithrow is a good um, good back pocket type of thing um, if you know what I mean but uh, he he's he's good to have in your back pocket and I think he's only going to become better look it's just in the second half he had that sweet pass to Obama Yang just great footwork but anyways we'll get to the second half first half I, I, I don't have too much complaints uh, at all I think it was very well played um, Obama Yang just finally came out and did his thing finally started getting goals he got his hat trick um, I think the first challenge on Saka um, was fair was a good call uh, it wasn't a foul, in, in my opinion, um, so it was good. You know, they retracted it, VAR did its thing, um, despite VAR being um, shit at times. Uh, well, I, I would say 75% of the time it's garbage, but, you know, there's a few plays here and there where Arsenal were, you know, screwed over, but whatever, I digress. Um, I thought Saka played an amazing game again. <laughs> Kid is incredible. Um 
that wasn't that was a fair challenge by Cooper. So I don't I don't think that was a, a foul. Um, the second one against the goalie, I thought maybe the referee might have done something wrong and he wanted to give it to them and he trying to find an opportunity. Um, but it, it was fair. Um, it was a fair call, I believe. I think um, the goalie did such a stupid error um, and he did uh, push Saka's uh, foot. I think it was his right foot. Um when he uh, when he was about to pass the ball, um, clear penalty, and Obama Yang stepped up and scored an incredible penalty. Um, there, you know, there's and and then after the the first half was incredible. I I can't say anything too negative about the first half, to be honest. Um, you know, Hector Bellerin finished the half a really good half for Arsenal um, with a beautiful goal. Uh, through the legs of uh, of the keeper, and that's it. That was the f- that was the first forty five minutes, and you know that three nil. I thought it was game set and match, but of course this is Arsenal, um, and uh, the second half uh, tells a different story. But overall, first half, there's nothing else you could say. It was a great half. Arsenal were cruising, and uh, they started off very well. And that's pretty much all I could say for the first half. Stay tuned as I go back and. Uh, Talk about the second half after this. Welcome back, guys. Um, let's get right into the second half. Um, second half up to, what, uh, I think minute 60, Arsenal were playing well. They started the half just the same way as they ended the first half with a brilliant goal. And that was the... Um, the assist by uh, Smith Rowe, which kid was incredible, did some awesome feet work, intricate f- feet work, and in between defenders too. Like that was that's that's no easy feat. Like that's skill. Like you know, so beautiful assist. And Obama Yang finishes the header. You know he's clinical and uh, four nil to the Arsenal. And I think for those first ten. 10 minutes of the second half I would say Arsenal were playing with the same hunger as they did to begin the match in the first half and then of course now Willian comes in and uh, replaces Smith Rowe I believe and at, at the 60th minute I believe and I'm like okay so I've, I've done a lot of reading in, in like Facebook groups and, and whatnot um saying that uh, they should really scrap this Willian um, project and I have to agree Um, is it just me or like every time Willian steps onto the field Arsenal seem very vulnerable and I kind of want to see stats and if anybody knows any stats hit me up and let me know um, how many matches when Willian is on the pitch do Arsenal concede goals because it's incredible. Um, he, you, you can clearly see there was a couple of times when he would not. He was just tracking back, and he just it just seemed like he's not gonna go and defend and help. Um, whereas Smith Rowe, he would be everywhere. He would be going to the back and and, and defending. And I don't know, maybe it's old age and maybe because Smith Rowe is younger. I, I don't know. But the fact is, is that um, William is um, absolute garbage and he should not be playing for this club. 
and he should not be making the amount of money that he's making. Um, give it to the boys. Give it to the kids. Smith, Rowe, and Saka deserve it way more. And obviously, there's defensive errors on Arsenal's end. Not, not, not just. <laughs> and I'm not saying that because the goals were conceded because it's of Willian. That's just me, <laughs> and 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 my hate on for this guy as it continues to grow. But I think um, he's absolute dog shit, and uh, he should never see the pitch ever again in an Arsenal jersey. And um, frankly, Mikel Arteta has to stop sucking his dick or something. I don't know what the fuck he's doing, um, because I don't know. He, he has this fucking love for this guy, and he just doesn't seem to get away. There's perfectly uh, perfectly good players on the bench that could have come on instead of Willian. Like, for fuck's sake, put in Pepe, who's been doing really good. Really good lately. Um, but no, you don't uh, You don't reward him. And uh, even the commentators were talking about how, uh, you know, Pepe's been doing really well, but yet he doesn't reward him with a starting place in the team. And I guess maybe just to fit in Odegaard, because, you know, Smith-Rowe has been playing well, and so has Saka, and, you know, maybe he just had to be the, uh, the sacrifice... Um, which I think Pepe, it's kind of hard on Pepe because he has been playing well and um, I, I just like his his skill and uh, overall um, he's been doing well even though he doesn't defend as much as as the as the boys here um, but he did, I don't know, in my opinion he deserved a starting role but anyways, um, in, instead, you know, he brings in fucking Willian um, in the 60th minute there's still 30 fucking minutes to play in this match. Why the fuck would you take out the kid who has way more stamina than this fucking guy and can defend more? I don't I don't get it. I don't get why he has a hard on for playing him, but he has to stop. He absolutely has to stop. And I hope this was an eye opener even though I'm saying that it is not because of William that Arsenal conceded those goals. It's just, in my opinion, I feel that when he's on the pitch, it just, I don't know. It's just some different energy. And uh, maybe the defenders back off a little bit, but David Luiz got fucking raped um, with that that first goal. And, and then it was on. And then Costa comes in and scores a second one. And you're like, what the fuck? Four to two. And there was like, what it was like 20, 25 minutes left in the game? And like, of course, now Arteta's fucking panicking, and now he's bringing in uh, defensive-minded players. El Nene's coming in, and um, who else was coming in? I forget who else was was coming in, but they were defensive-minded uh, players. Um, and he he scaved through. The second half was a disaster. After. Um, I think after William came in, that that's what that's why I kind of am saying that the, the the team sort of molds differently when Williams on the pitch, and I'm not saying that it's his fault. I'm just that's just my opinion. Um, I don't know. Let let me know what you guys think, but um, I just think Arsenal really need to think about you know how they react in the second half it's a 90 minute game you don't win a game in 45 minutes and if anything is to see if 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 anything is the premier league is you're not safe even with three goals up and this match clearly um shows that you're not um you can easily come back and i just remember remember the uh, the game against newcastle a couple of years back when they were up 4-0 and then they came back to tie it um great game by the way 
uh, Chick Teote with a fucking massive, beautiful goal, you know, RIP to Chick Teote. Um, but yeah, I just thought, oh, it's another Newcastle game, except with Leeds. Um, but they pulled it off. So uh, disaster, disaster, just absolute disaster second half, even though they, they won. I- I'm okay. Like, I'm happy that they won. Um, but there's still a lot of work to do. And I mean, that's that's pretty much all of my opinions on the second half, I guess now, like m- more so speaking um, of performances and, and, and I don't know whatever else that comes into my mind and like I said the boys like the boys and I mean by Saka and Smithrow once again played well Odegaard was was okay uh, Leeds had a plan um, they knew that Arsenal would be um, looking to Odegaard to make plays and he was being tr- uh, double and triple team so was Saka um, for the most part um, and so I mean he played okay he had a few touches here and there um, Clearly, he's gelling very well, him and Ceballos, even though Ceballos, oh my god. Anyways, um, he, he played very well, um, but uh, but you didn't really get to see as much of Odegaard as you would have liked, or, or as I would have liked, but um, I, I, I still, still trying to make up my opinion on him. I can't really say much, because I haven't seen him play much um, for Arsenal, um, but I don't know. Do you, like, within this latter half of the of of the campaign how are you going to make up a decision whether or not you want to pay the amount of money uh, to probably keep him on permanent i, I know definitely <laughs> we've already made up our minds about danny ceballos and that guy can go f- back to fucking madrid i don't know how that guy is um what was in a madrid shirt to be honest i don't did he even play with uh madrid's first team i, I don't know um but clearly that guy can can fuck right off um odegaard he's young um, he can fit very well in with the with the with the young boys here, uh, Saka and Smith and Smithrow. So I think um, he would be a better prospect to keep, obviously. Um, but you know, time will tell, and you'll formulate your own opinions on him. But um, yeah, move to Danny Ceballos. Misplaced passes, uh, heavy foot uh, with his touches, like it just absolute dog shit man like this guy should be playing in the lower leagues in spain or or whatever i mean not to say that he didn't like he did have a pretty good first season with arsenal last season i'm not saying that um you know he's absolute dog shit but like um because he does have bits and pieces of quality but it just you have not seen it um and uh, i just I can't stand that guy. I, I, I honestly can't. He's, he's, he's starting to become like William. Um, and uh, I don't know. He played, He overall, he, he played well, but I, I don't put full trust in him. And I, I think Arteta still doesn't know who, who, what is his starting 11. Um, there's a few, obviously, key pieces that are already in place, um, but he still doesn't know and uh which which is sad but the bench is strong you know you had Lacazette you had Pepe um on the bench so it was a pretty strong bench but where do those players fit you know is almost having a um you know a lingering eh, not not lingering but like a slowly building issue of where to put players because the kids here have been very very well um and uh they deserve a starting place and uh I just I just feel like 
um, Arteta still doesn't know what his starting 11 is and even though Arsenal started very well um, his management at times with players was not great I don't know why you took off Smith Rowe at the 60th minute maybe he had a knock maybe he was tired um, maybe you were trying to save him um, for I don't know the Benfica game or the Man City game that's coming up next week I have no idea but um yeah, it was just a really strange one. And if anybody knows exactly why that was, hit me up. Let me know. Um, because it was just, it was really weird. And um, yeah, I mean, my my thoughts uh, also on like the way Arsenal started this match. I Can anybody tell me why they don't start like this every single fucking match? Like, I don't get why... They don't play like this. Guns blazing and just going at the opposition. Um, what was it? Was it against Aston Villa where they were just pussies? And Aston Villa started the way Arsenal started this match against Leeds? I think it was. Um, they should start games like this every single time. And... Um, just you saw the hunger you saw the fight and that's cohesion you're starting to see team bonding team building um and that's why i think william is a is an is a like a third wheel because he just i think he killed the dynamic that the team was that the team had in the second half because he wasn't at the pace of everyone else the boys obama yang Odegaard, you know, Ceballos at time, even Xhaka has been playing well uh, with that fast sort of pace, so I don't know, that's why I feel like William just doesn't fit um, in this team, I mean, if obviously if he was still in, you know, the Chelsea days, but you, you can't say, you can't say that anymore, you can't compare him to the Chelsea days because clearly he's older, he's you know, on the outs um, and you can't compare but you know what he was capable of it's just he probably just can't do it now and, and maintain that sort of athleticism so I just feel like he didn't add value to that second half and maybe I'm wrong maybe if Smithrow would have stayed Arsenal would still have conceded those goals maybe I, I don't know um, maybe if Smithrow would have stayed maybe they wouldn't have conceded two well maybe they would have conceded one at least I don't, I don't know I'm not and and, and you know I, I can't say that it was his fault that those goals uh, were conceded I'm just saying that the dynamic changed and um the the, the just the, that cohesion sort of died down in my opinion once again I don't know I could be completely wrong and I'm just spewing shit out of my head whatever um but ultimately what I what I think is that Arsenal should start like this every single fucking match, and you know what else could you say? That's how they should start, and I hope that they continue on this pro uh, progress and you know move away from fucking top ten. Let's go into the top six. Well, fuck it. Like let's move tiers. Top nine, top eight, top six, top five. Can we make it to top five? I don't know. It's there. Uh, it's up for grabs. 
can we make it to the top four? Probably not, but um, hey, you never know, right? There's still a lot of games to be played, and uh, starting off with Benefica coming up uh, tomorrow, Thursday. I think they're playing in Rome because Portugal has a ban on travel, um, and you got a, the quarantine or whatever, so I think it's <laughs> you're going to, uh, to Italy, um, where Italy was really bad during the start of the pandemic, but... Um, whatever, as long as we get to see a match, that's fine. Neutral ground, so it should be should be okay. Um, and then on Monday they play against Man City, I believe, or Sunday, not Monday. Um, so it should be interesting. Um, that game, though, the Man City game, I think is way more important. They gotta come out guns blazing. The same way they started against Leeds is the same way they gotta start against Man City. Take the game to them. Don't fucking be pussies and just sit back and let them you know dictate the tempo i don't know um guys that's that's pretty much it my rant that's pretty much my thoughts on uh on this match uh theo here theo what do you got <laughs> theo he's my uh he's my guinea pig and uh, he's going absolutely crazy he's an arsenal fan obviously theo Okay, um, he's very shy, but uh, but yeah, that was it, guys. Um, thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, let me know your feedback. Let me know if you're liking this style. Um, just me, you know, basically talking, and you hear my stupid ass voice. Um, <laughs> if you can maintain um, listening to my uh, shitty voice for that long, and even if you care about my opinions or not, but um, I'm just gonna continue doing it. It's my opinions. Um, so thank you very much, guys. I, I really appreciate uh, the people that are still listening, the people that are c- slowly coming back. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm not trying to do anything fancy or, or whatever. It's just literally me talking. So if you have feedback or anything, hit me up. Let me know. You know you know where you can find me um, on Twitter, which I'm not really too active. But you can hit me up on the Anchor app. Um, if you do, you can just create an account. You can send me voice messages or whatever. Um, and then obviously you can find me on Spotify and, uh, and iTunes. Theo, what are you doing? This guy. Anyways, um, that's it guys. And hopefully we get a win against Benfica tomorrow and, uh, continue on this progress until then guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Peace out.